Hey guys, and welcome to Smart Woman Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Jessen. And I'm Juliet. And today we'll be reviewing Reckless Miles, the third book in Claire Kingsley's Miles Family series. But before we dive in, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform and please rate and review us. If you want more romance discussions, follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom, join our Facebook group, The Spoon Zone, and follow my YouTube channel, Jessen Reads Romance. If you'd like some podcast extras, become a patron of the podcast on patreon where we have extra content including exclusive episodes and give away free enamel pens stickers books and bookmarks special shout out to all of our lovely patrons we love and appreciate you yes so i am so fucking excited about i know you're fucking excited i can't wait to talk about this so god just letting you guys know i recently got back into claire kingsley books because i've only read a couple by her um Way back when. And these are my first. The Miles um, series are my first. Well, I actually originally heard about Claire Kingsley. I kind of just heard her name around years ago. But it was around the time we originally started the podcast uh-huh. and Boobies and Newbies. Um, she was recommending um, Book Boyfriend because Claire Kingsley wrote a, a book called Book Boyfriend. Yeah. And I was like, that's clever. Yeah, <laughs> like that. exactly. So she has a nice. whole series. And um, so I originally read those. And then it was just kind of one of those things where I read her. And then you get bombarded by so many recommendations. Right. And it was like, you know, one right. of the authors that I just had not revisited yet. And then tragically, the next time that I picked up a Claire Kingsley was after um, her husband tragically passed away very suddenly. And it was on social media a lot. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't read a Claire Kingsley in so long. I know. And I had never read her. And I was like, you know what? This is the time. I want to pick up. I would love to support her right now and just like, and and try it out. What I did not expect was to fall head over heels in love with the Miles family. I, Claire Kingsley is one of my favorite new to me authors this year. She will definitely be on my list. I mean, I'm just like floored. Every book I read just like touches my heart and is so sexy. Yes. Oh, she brings the sweet and the sexy. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say, so whenever I went on Amazon and I typed in Claire Kingsley to see what her backlist was, because I did want to support her in her time of need, the only way that I as a reader could support her, Mm -hmm. um, I was looking at her book covers as you want to do (laughs) when you're a romance reader. Right. You you were attracted by the covers. Right. So I had originally saw some of her Bailey Brothers series, and I'm I'm actually glad. I don't know. Actually, I don't know how it happened. I, I really don't. But I think the first book that I bought was the first book in her Bailey Brothers series. No, but then first. I saw the Miles family as well. And mm-hmm. I was like, let me do the Miles. And for some reason, I picked up Broken Miles. And I think maybe it was because I was specifically looking for a second chance romance. And I yeah. saw that Broken Miles, the first book in the Miles series, was the second chance. I was like... I want to I want to fall yeah. in love with the second chance romance. Thank God because um the Bailey brothers and the Miles family are connected. Y'all. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, and look, and the funny thing is is like um one of the hardest tropes for me to read that makes me happy is second chance romance. Like it is the and hardest. And she hooks you with the first Yo. book in the series. It's great. Broken Miles is my phenomenal. favorite, one of my favorite second chances. It's I, great. I love it so much. And I was like, "Oh my god." And then I read the second one and I was like, Oh my god! And then I read Cooper's. And I'm just like, so oh, this. So I good. once I read Broken Miles, I was like, I am in the mood for this type of family-oriented yes. small town. Yes. Just make you want to burst with joy and happiness type of book and series. 
So I read Bo- Broken Miles. I immediately read Forbidden Miles because I'm like, oh my God, who doesn't love a brother's best friend romance, which is the <laughs> second book yeah. in the series. And Juliet was on vacation during the time where while I'm reading this. She's in Tennessee. She can't really read as much as she normally does. And I'm binging the series. And I read Reckless Miles too. And I was just like, God damn, why are these so good? <laughs> So good. I finished the series, so Juliet had stopped after Forbidden Miles while she was on vacation. And I was like, we're definitely putting one of the books on the series. And she's like, I don't know. Which one do you want? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. It's too hard to pick. I know. I'm so glad she, she – so she picked Reckless Miles, so I just read Reckless Miles. I actually used a spinner wheel to pick, so it, it was in the luck of the draw. And it's my favorite so far. It's my favorite. And I've loved every single – every single one of them is five stars for me. But Reckless Miles did something to me. Like I told Julie, I told Juliet, I told Jessen that I cried like three or four times. I love it. I love at the end of the book. And I'm not PMSing. So you can't blame it on that. Like it's not like my typical emo bullshit. Like I literally was like, I can't, my heart is so big for Cooper. I can't even. And he's such a great character. The thing about it is I definitely would recommend that you read these in order. I mean, they could technically do well as a standalone. There's nothing overtly that you need. Plot wise, you don't really need to know something um, in the previous books. It's summarized as well as it could be. But the beauty of it is, is the introduction in the Broken Miles uh, plot yeah. line is that Zoe and Roland were high school sweethearts. They got married. Their marriage didn't really work out, so they got divorced. And so that's also one one thing that made Broken Miles uh, fantastic was it was a second chance romance between a husband and a wife who got divorced. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that's great. I love that, and it works so well. And we're introduced, and I really love the fact that what. You know that the Miles family is good people because whenever Zoe got divorced from Roland Miles, she still worked for the Miles family. Right. They hired her on. They still hired her on. And they were fully supportive of her. Yeah. And it was beautiful. So you knew that these were good people. And I love how Cooper has, like, such a great friendship with Zoe. (laughs) Yeah. Cooper and Chase, like, think of Zoe as, like, their bestie. Yeah. Zoe's their bestie. One of the boys. They love her. Yeah. And then Forbidden Miles is the brother's best friend. So... Cooper has a best friend named Chase, and they were just kind of like rowdy boys together, and Chase falls in love. Bad boys. With um, Cooper's little <laughs> sister, Bryn, who he likes to affectionately call his princess. His princess. Like Y'all, his princess. Cooper calls her princess. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's Cooper's phenomenal, but I, I love book two as well, because you see Chase is totally, as they would say in uh, Saturday Night Live, verklempt, because <laughs> he doesn't know what to do with himself that he... Suddenly, his feelings for princess. It's the funniest fucking thing ever that he falls so hard for her. And one thing to know about me, I was talking to Crystal today, and I had recommended her Bittersweet by Serena oh, Bowen. Nice. And I was like, I what love thing that one. That you have to know about me is I really love books with strong family ties. Whenever there's a yeah. great family scene, yes. like good family gatherings, yes. good family, like we're here to support you no matter what type right. of thing. I fucking love that. And that's what the Miles family series is. It is. It is, it is. such a feel good family. Yes. I love how they support each other. And Cooper. In particular, <laughs> is like he's a character that easily could come off as obnoxious, but he's not because he's so endearing. Not at and all. And I think that Claire Kingsley handled him with like <laughs> just amazing skill. Amazing. Amazing skill. And I like, love him so much. The fact that he found a female version of himself. <laughs> it's so great. Like, I 
I love when they start talking about, oh, she speaks Cooper. It's yes, great. Because like, Cooper I, does have his own language. Like y'all. we said, he calls Bren his princess. His princess. And then the first thing he calls her is Cookie. Cookie. Okay, she so, smells good. Okay. So. <laughs> so introduce the characters. Introduce the characters. So, of course, we have Cooper Miles, who <laughs> is the um, kind of like, I think of him as a golden retriever character. Yeah. He just like, he wants to please. Puppy dog. He's but a really like, all sexy about his family. puppy dog. Really sexy. Cooper is very sexy. <laughs> Holy shit. Is he a very he, he's a Virile lion in the sheets male the yes. lion in the sheets you know but yeah he has golden retriever energy he's very hyper he's very like can't be contained and he's very like pet me i love yeah. pets like yeah. you know what i'm saying like he has that energy about Give him me attention yes. i am number one thank you but like in a cute way not like a, oh my god get off me way you yes. know what i'm saying like it's yes. just it's the magic of cooper you have yeah. to read him to know yeah. him to love him and um cooper miles is kind of feeling a little bit lost because as we said his best friends are zoe and zoe and roland have recently reconnected they're married Married now they're expecting they're having a baby. A child. Yes, comes into play. They're one of my favorite busy. opening scenes. Okay, one of my favorite. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh my god! And then his best friend Chase, who is his roommate, is now married to his sister, and he's just like, I feel yeah. alone. I feel like like I can't call Chase to come hang out at the yeah. bar with me because like he, he and he better treat my sister right. Like I'd be mad at him if he was hanging out but with at me the right same now. Time he's but like he misses you know, him right because he, and he Chase misses are that, like the way things used to be. Exactly, best friends. They grew up. They roomed together. They picked up girls together. And now, of course, he's not picking up girls because he's with Princess. And of course, he also was, has always been the most protective of Bren as his like favorite. Like I'm your favorite brother, right? Yeah. I'm your favorite sibling. And, he, like, he loves being the favorite. He's always been so close to Bren so he feels like he sort of lost both at the same time yeah even though he's happy for them it's like he's he's envious because he he's feels like, a, little I, I'm a little bit empty he's a little lonely a little bit know? lonely inside and then we have Amelia who oh is Amelia is okay another thing to know about the Miles family before we get to Amelia is that they own a um a winery They have huge um, plots of land that has been passed down for generations and they grow grapes and they make their own wine and they have like cottages. It's a whole thing, a whole business for them, a whole family generational business for them. And um, it's it's very scenic for weddings. So Amelia Hale is getting married (laughs) or she's supposed to be. And it's the day of her wedding. She's in a wedding dress that she doesn't particularly like. Her mother has dressed her up in like a very tiered like cake yeah, yeah. type of thing. Princess and they're style. waiting on her fiance, Griffin. And Griffin is the boy who she's always had a crush on whenever she was younger. And their parents are very close. They never really, you know. She's also from a very affluent family. Extremely yeah. affluent. She's a trust fund baby. She's a trust fund baby to the point where like their parents like really want to be close to the West. Like, wouldn't was it the Westmorelands or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some a long Griffin's last parents, name. like they they would love an a, a actual an alliance. marriage alliance. Okay, <laughs> with these people, they're those kind of social alliances climbers. of old. Yeah, like yeah. anyway. I keep keep she, the money in this type of family. She's type even of thing. like, what the fuck? We don't live in eighteen hundreds. What yeah. is this? <laughs> So it's not really a surprise whenever her wedding really doesn't happen. And we'll talk about that yeah. more in the spoiler section. Yes. But, like, she ends up by meeting Cooper whenever her wedding doesn't go go on. The and Mountain Tavern Bar. It, it is it is wonderful, and I fucking love it, okay? Y'all, so. 
Y'all, <laughs> y'all, I can't. If you have not read the Miles Family series and if you've not read Reckless Miles yet, you're missing out. I just want to <laughs> totally let you guys know. Out. Totally and you should totally out. go read that and then come back and chat with us. <laughs> One word, dick costumes. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's the intro to our spoiler section today. <laughs> All right, guys, we're in the spoiler section. So let's talk about how this book opens because I love it. Yes. So Roland, his <laughs> older brother, is gone. He's like on yeah. business, whatever, doing yeah. Zoe's not stuff. quite due yet to have the baby. She's close. She's so close. somebody needs to be with her. Right. But they don't expect her to go into labor. Right. So Zoe's at, uh, Zoe is at Chase and Cooper's apartment. Mm-hmm. And I love how she goes into labor, okay? she Her water breaks on the couch. On their couch. The famous ca- And the thing couch. is, like like we said, Cooper has golden retriever energy. We think that he's going to f- freak out because no. Zoe's having her baby. Yeah. Absolutely not. Guess no. what he's been doing? He's been reading parenting books and birthing yes. books. And he, like he has that, an app to time her fucking like, contractions. We're going to time this contraction. Tell me when it stops. Tell me when it starts. Starts timing that shit. He's like, it's going to be fine. He You're going to be awesome. He is literally... The personification of laboring partner. Yes. You want him with you. At your Lamaze class, you want Cooper Miles. Yes. Cooper Miles is the man <laughs> to have at your side this when is, you want to have a baby. This is what I love about Cooper is like he is super hyper, but he's not always frantic. Like sometimes it's, he's just very in tune to what's going on. And I and think that awesome. when he comes into focus, it always has something to do with his family. It always yes. has something to do with they his always people. Bring him. His people. Yes. It brings him into focus. It yes. calms him down. Yes. And it's just perfect. The yeah. way that he handles this, he's just like, we're going to be okay. We're just going to be fine. It's fine. We're, we're going to get to that. Look, here's the thing. And I, I actually highlighted it. Now, I forgot to bring it, but I'm just going to say it because I kind of know part of the quote from memory. So when they're in the I'm hospital. I'm pretty sure I, quote, I highlighted it and I might have it for you. Okay. <laughs> And she's in the middle of she's in the middle of bad contractions. She's almost getting ready to deliver, and she's like, "I don't know if I can do this." And she's freaking out. And Roland isn't there, and he's like, "You are a fucking warrior woman, and you're gonna birth the shit out of that baby." I died. I just died. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> It is really fucking true. It's so he's just like the cheerleader. He like calls he's her like, like a goddess and everything. Goddess. Like you're gonna birth the shit out a of this goddess, baby. Like you can woman. do this. Like it, it. He is just the most supportive person you could ever imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Being at your side. Yeah. When you're gonna have a baby, and it's just <laughs> it's it's fucking beautiful. It was phenomenal, and I was just like I was already I was hooked. I was like God, this is great. I know Why? this is awesome, and I'm like, what's gonna happen next? Who is this? I really could not. And then when we get to Amelia and it's her wedding day, I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to have a runaway bride for Cooper. Like my heart. I was already so excited before (laughs) they even met. I was so excited. (laughs) I couldn't even control myself. So the thing to know about this, this sham of wedding that's going on, (laughs) the way that it happened was that they've been knowing each other for forever. Griffin's always had a girlfriend. He's kind of right. a little bit of a man whore. He's he's beautiful, perfect, rich, mm-hmm. all that And he shit. knows it. And he knows yeah. it. We don't like these type of people who, no, who we are do not humble. And not um, so what happens was um, Amelia has recently graduated from college and so has Griffin. And we find out that um, there are trust fund stipulations and Amelia talks about her. She can't access her trust fund until she gets married. And it's just the way of the world in rich people language. And um, she 
didn't really think twice when Griffin, after they didn't date at all, they literally have only been friends, asked her to marry him. And she's like, oh, yeah, of course I'll marry you, person who I've been crushing on since I was 13 because she felt like this was the right thing to do. Like, I've always admired him and I've always had a crush on him, so why would I not be happy about him asking me to marry me? Yeah, and I think we should also say that Amelia's been very sheltered and very much a good girl. Like, she's mm-hmm. always done what her parents asked. Mm-hmm. She went to boarding Hence school. the fucking she's, monstrosity of a wedding dress yeah, that she's like wearing right now. wedding dress that she hates. Like, she's always done what she was told. A little bit of a pushover. Right. Yes. You know? Which my heart already was like wrapped around Amelia, like 100%. Like usually... She doesn't feel naive. She just feels like a person who's never gotten a chance to like flex her wings. And she's really trying. Yeah. She's really trying, you know? And that's what I loved about her. It's not that she was just like, you know, letting everybody roll over her. Because she had like... I love that her best friend is like the tough girl. Yeah, Daphne. Tattooed. Daphne. Woman. Is Is there a book on her? There has to be. My God, I want to go find. I feel like there must be it somewhere. But anyway, I just love the fact that Amelia, even though she's been like sort of like stomped on by her parents all her life, she's she's trying to be her own person and make the right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's kind of fighting that pull with I want to find out who I am. Plus, right, I, I have had dreams. Yeah, the final straw is Griffin. Is this whole incident? Daphne finds out that um, Griffin has run away with one of her bridesmaids, who also Portia. happens to be her cousin, Portia, the bitch cousin. And in true millennial fashion, Portia is live tweeting the fact that she has slept with her cousin's fiance, it, like literally the night before their wedding. Tweets, "Oops, slept with the groom." Yeah, my cousin's my cousin's hus- fiance. And then they're on the way to fucking Vegas. Ugh. Literally, the morning of their wedding, her fiance, Amelia's fiance, is on a plane to Vegas with her bridesmaid slash cousin. So Amelia's just like, how could I have been so stupid? I don't understand what's happening right now. Like, this is supposed (laughs) to be, like, the best day ever, but I'm in a dress that I hate with thousands of people. My mom's worrying about what will the people think and what will the Griffin's parents think and all that jazz. Like Amelia has done nothing wrong. And when they first stand her up, her mom comes in there and she's like, okay, you need to come out and and smile to the like uh, Griffin's parents and like smooth all this over. And she's like, are you no, mind? No like, care to Amelia's uh, feelings type of situation. Amelia's humiliated. She's like, I don't want to go out there and see anyone. Like, no one, you know? And so she tells her friend Daphne, like, I'm just going to go back to the room and yeah. like, hide, basically. Well, she decides that she doesn't want to go back to the room while she's on the way there. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to go back to the hotel, the place that we were supposed to go with husband and wife. Our honeymoon like, suite. Yeah, like, no, I don't want to go there. <laughs> and, oh, look, there's a bar <laughs> right there. Let me just go to the bar. Y'all, just imagine. And then I love, we immediately switched to Cooper's perspective. Oh, and he's going to the bar. It's great. Okay, so he's <laughs> at the bar and he's ordering and he's up in his feels. He's just like, man, I feel alone. I feel lonely. He's feeling very bad for well, himself Well, and right I now. really sort of love that we kind of, from his point of view, we jump from, he, he has this sort of moment when he holds Roland and Zoe's baby where he looks at this child, his um, little nephew, and he's just like, Oh my God, a new generation of miles. And he realizes everybody else is changing. Their lives are changing. And yet he sort of stayed the same. But we also come to find out that he has not been doing his man whoring thing since Chase and uh He says Brent like his heart's dating. not in it. Like it's not the yeah, same he's anymore. Like, he doesn't feel like Chase was like his buddy. He's like, it was more like a game to them to go out and pick up chicks. And like now it's like, he's like, I just don't care. I'm not into it. And so he's been very alone. 
Okay, he's he's been very lonely. And one of the greatest things about Cooper is as he's sitting down and he's thinking all these thoughts and stuff like that, and he knows that there's a woman sitting to his left. He's not really paying attention. And I love, like, the opening stuff. Like, it's just kind of like <laughs> – It's just kind of like – He's not even looking at her. He's just It's just kind of like rough her. day, and she's like, yeah, you could see that – you could say that. And, like, she's literally in her wedding dress, and he has not noticed yet. That's the, that's the beauty of this situation <laughs> because he's so up in his feels right now that he does not know that this woman is in a frou-frou wedding dress in a fucking – bar yeah drinking alone you know drinking what I'm saying? water by the way because she didn't know what to order because she's never ordered at a bar exactly before. and so like once they start talking to each other <sighs> where she's like you know yeah you could say that and he's just like he's spilling about his day yeah like you know i have a new nephew now he's really really f- cute but like he's not really because all babies whenever they come out they're kind of wrinkly she's like, <laughs> yeah she's like yeah and you don't want to call them a sharpay like they really look like <laughs> so they're like having this conversation where they're connecting and they don't even know they're connecting and he's and like yeah somebody who understands me and then he finally looks at her and he's like oh my god you're in a fucking wedding dress and a he's bar. Been complaining about you know being lonely because his like best friend married his sister exactly wait i love this line whenever he tells because he, he's telling her that yeah. my best friend married my sister he's yeah. like woe was me and he's like chase and zoe were who I hung out with the most. Now Zoe's a mom and Chase is this devoted husband, which he better be because he's married to my sister. <laughs> and if he were here hanging out with me, I'd kick his ass. But yes. I want him to hang out with me. Life is confusing. Yeah, it's <laughs> so fun. It's like, I'd kick his ass in one ear, but also he, yeah. Yeah, it's so cute. And I love how like whenever he hears her speak, He's like the sadness in her voice finally makes what him, him look and like, oh no, what is your problem? And yes. I love how like I love how like he normally is a person. He is the epitome of somebody who does not have a filter, and he truly does say a lot of things that he's <laughs> thinking like immediately, <laughs> and it comes out as like word vomit. But like yeah. he looks at her and sees this beautiful creature, and he's he's like he's noticing her. like her eyes are a, a unique shade of hazel he's never seen before, and he's like, I love her little her pretty little round face, and just like and he's also like she's wearing too much makeup. Why is she wearing too? Much? Oh, she's. And he notices like, he notices that the dress doesn't fit her. He was like, whenever yeah. my princess got married, she looked like my princess. But like this yes. dress does not fit this woman. Yes. Like he's already yes. noticing a lot of things about yes. her. And like I also love the immense sense of relief that he feels when he finds out that she indeed did not get married today. <laughs> That she was stood up at the altar, and he's like, "It's shitty that you're yeah. stood up, but also I'm so glad you're not married." He, so, he, so then he starts to call Griffin Ass Goblin is his name. From I love here it. On out Ass Goblin, best ever. Um, and so then they just have this unique conversation, and then she asks him because we discover earlier on she asks Daphne, she's like, "Do guys like kissing?" Because we we fear Amelia. She's a virgin. Not only is she a virgin, she is very inexperienced. She was a little. You know, she was chubby in high school, so she didn't have a lot of boyfriends. She is a curvy heroine, by the way. She's a curvy heroine, which I fucking love. And I love that Cooper immediately finds her stunningly beautiful, every inch of her. Everything that Cooper says to her is Oh, my God. In heaven. I don't even. But we have this thing where back at the hotel, before she went to the bar, she asked her best friend, do boys like kissing? She's like, well, of course, like, guys like kissing. It's like, oh, because Griffin said he didn't like kissing. Like, that was only... Like, it was his least favorite thing. to Like, he didn't really want to kiss her. But we... Basically, she's so inexperienced, she doesn't realize. So she asks Cooper. And I love this because she's so frank and open, just like him. We immediately feel like these are two kindred souls 
who are the same They're just on person. the same level. They're just on the same level. They, yes. I just, I love their first conversation. She's like, do boys like kissing, like not just leading up to other stuff, but like just kissing? Like, kissing? do you enjoy the act of yeah, kissing? Act like, of kissing. like, I've heard that men just don't really care about kissing. Yeah, and and Cooper's like, like, I fucking love kissing. Like, it's I great. I was like, fuck yeah, I like kissing. Like, of course kissing can lead to other things, but kissing for kissing's sake, yeah, I <laughs> like, fucking yeah, love that. We really like, because boys like to take off their pants, but we also love kissing. <laughs> I do. And He's very so, direct like that. And I love how she – and he was just like, who told you? Like, because she was like, maybe I'm a bad kisser. Maybe I was doing wrong. And he was like, I guarantee oh, you, you're not a bad kisser. I love like, it. If you want to do a scientific experiment, like, we could kiss. And, I like, love, I love I love oh kissing God. as a science experiment. I'm sorry. It's one of my favorite things. I know. It's great. He's it's like, fucking let's, great. Let's kiss. Let's It's see. like, this is for science. Yeah. Yes, this person who I'm attracted <laughs> with. the deal. It does. It does. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's awesome. We could just do this little experiment. We probably won't have much attraction to each other. And then, but, boom! Combustion. He's like, but look, I can tell you – Listen, I'm an awesome kisser. I can guarantee you that. So I know if we kiss and you're bad, it's you, not me. But, you know, <laughs> and she's just like, okay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sounds great. So they so kiss they and kiss. he is just like, I am in trouble. One because he, he looks at her and he just like, she's my kryptonite because I know that I make a terrible boyfriend because of his past ways. Right. He's been a man whore. Right. But like, we know that's not true because we see how Chase, his best friend who was just like him, has become like the model husband right. for Brynn. Like exactly. the second he knew that he was it for Brynn, he, he yeah. became Once you fall in everything love, that everything she needed. changes. And right. he was just like, oh no, I shouldn't want her because like you can, obviously she's ready to marry. Like, and I don't think I'm good marriage material type of thing. Yeah. But like the kiss means something. Like he knows it means oh something. They God. felt something. And I love how like Amelia is the one to proposition him. Like, hey, you want to come back to my hotel like, room? Immediately when they break the kiss, she's thinking he's going to, she's going to be like, oh, can we kiss again or something? He goes, she goes, look, I want to ask you a question. I just need you to tell me yes or no. Um, Will you come back to the hotel with me? And I love how his <laughs> answer is just kind of like, Whoa, that's so unexpected. I thought you were going to say something like, hey, Cooper, that was a great kiss, and maybe we should kiss again. But, like, you just came out there, like, asking me to your hotel room. You're expecting sex, correct? And, like, I just want to make sure you're aware on the same page. like, I needed exact words. Word vomit. What does this mean? It's great, though. It's fucking great. Because this is kind of, like, the most honest couple ever. Because they they say so much stuff to each other without internalizing it. No filter. Zero. There's no internalization. Like, oh, my God, I don't know what he means. Because they literally ask, like, hey, I want to make sure that you mean what you mean. Because I'm (laughs) interpreting it this way, and I want to make sure that I'm not misinterpreting that. So what is so adorable from here is, like, she's like, look, I have a hotel suite, obviously the honeymoon suite, but I don't want people to see me and stuff. So he's like, don't worry, I've got you covered. I can sneak you into the lodge. Y'all, he's doing, like, rolling across the ground. Like, he makes yeah, everything fun. He, he makes, makes everything, everything fun. fun. And he pops up from the, he's like, okay, run, you know? <laughs> everything this, like, is, a, like, a game, but, like, adorable. in the most endearing, endearing oh, way. And I also God. really love how she just, like, she loves the way that they held hands as they were going to the yes. hotel. She's he like, it feels her so hand. intimate. She's like, yeah. I know we just kissed in the middle of a bar, but like the act of like, he's holding my hand and this feels so nice. Yes. 
Like, it's just like, Yo. she's so deprived of like Yo. the basic things that is, she just thinks that hand holding is amazing. And I so know. they get to her hotel room, which is honeymoon suite. And so yeah. it's like, congratulations, Mr. And Mrs. Of course, she whatever has a little something thing. to tell him. And then she's like, hey, I just want to be upfront with it. I am a virgin. <laughs> and Cooper has the most badass fucking response to it. I fucking At first, she didn't it. even say I'm a virgin. She's like, I've never done this before. And, and he's like, like, I need you to say it. I need it. to explain I need, this. I need the exact words. He's like, in like, the smallest words possible. Act like I'm three. <laughs> Act like I'm three. I just want to make sure. I, I want to make sure. That's so good. And um, so his response, of course, is like, okay, let me think it over real quick. Like, you just dropped this bomb on me. I just want to let you know, like, it's right. not, you know, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying no or anything. Just let me process it Give for a, a second. second. And then he says the most wonderful thing ever. I fucking love his response. He goes, I don't want you to think that being a virgin is a bad thing, okay? It's not a good thing either. It's a neutral, like, it shouldn't be a thing because who cares if you slept with tons of guys yeah. or none? It doesn't matter to me. That's not why I'm freaking out over here. It's just that it's a lot of responsibility. You're asking asking me to be your first and that feels really fucking important and she goes okay i can understand that and she goes i know you can and that's the other thing you're scaring me a little bit (laughs) and he says i'm scared of you because i think you might be magic and i don't know what to do with that (laughs) and she goes i'm not magic cooper i'm just a girl i'm ordinary and he goes what who told you that fuck told you that Listen, Cooper Miles is Y'all, just. I, I fell ah, so deeply in love with him. If I wasn't already at that point, point. and by the way, that scene you just read is literally—I just saw it on Facebook. It's an ad on Facebook by Claire Kingsley. Is it that scene? Oh God, by it's itself. so freaking good. It, it is the epitome of Cooper. It is the epitome of—he's just so genuine, so yes, genuine. You know, and like. like we could tell that she's a little bit, um, she's not quite body confident, but it's mostly because her mom just yeah. like, wear two pairs of Spanx under yeah, your wedding she's dress. Yeah, double Spanx you know, under her it's wedding just, dress. It's dumb shit like that. And he yeah. just, and, and she admits that. She's just like, you know, I am wearing this thing that suctioned you in. And he's just like, you're going to be beautiful. Don't worry about it. And like, he, she undresses and he, if you were a virgin, <laughs> I would want Cooper to take my virginity because he makes everything great. And yes. he just like the way that he speaks to her out loud and the way that he thinks thinks about her in his head. He literally feels blessed to be able to touch her. <laughs> like this is what he's he's thinking like, "Oh my god, I am the luckiest yes. man on this earth. I get to be with her. I get to set her bar way fucking high because we already know like I'm going to do and my damnedest." He tells her, "I'm going to ruin you for any other man." He's just no like, "I know I'm good." To me. And I know that I'm going to make it good. <laughs> like you're not if you're unsatisfied. Yeah. I I will have failed as a man. I will have failed oh if you're unsatisfied. You're going to have a great time. Don't worry about so it. Good. And he worships the ground that she works walks on and yeah. it is it is beautiful and she has a great first time and it's amazing yeah and they cuddle and i love how like there's this thing so cooper's the energizer bunny he never right. quits right. and he sleeps all the way through the night yeah. that they sleep together he's just like wow i'm very rested this is great and like i they've had sex a couple times and yeah. he wants to go take a shower and i love how like her friend daphne comes knocking on the door while cooper's in the shower and <laughs> Amelia's trying to get her out of there. Yes. But Cooper, like, Cooper walks in and he's like, Cookie, I was waiting for you, but like, I didn't know. Like, oh, wait. Like, oh, we have friend, company. Huh? <laughs> and like, he's naked at first. And then he just kind of like casually, casually covers like, up a little bit. Like, not really. Daphne's like, 
holy fucking shit, what just happened? And also, we have to mention, because it happened in the second book in the series, he has a huge unicorn tattoo on Y'all. And also, I love him saying, nobody could rock a unicorn tattoo but him. But, like, she loves everything about him is so sexy to her. And, like, it's just, it's amazing. Like, they are obviously meant to be together. They are. And so Daphne's proud of her. Like, I'm so proud that you did something that you wanted and stuff like that. But, like, I feel like a bad friend because you were alone last night. Obviously not alone. Yeah, like, she had planned on, like, hey, we're going to wipe his bank account and stuff like that. Because the honeymoon (gasps) suite is all on Griffin's account. They had a honeymoon account for their honeymoon, like, destination wedding. I mean, destination honeymoon and stuff like that. And she was like, how about we transfer all the money from the honeymoon account to your trust fund? Because you don't want him using that money for him and Portia. Like, fuck that, you know? And so she basically transfers all the money from their honeymoon account into her own trust fund. And then she rings up the uh, honeymoon suite, which is on his family's tab or whatever. Cooper was like, um, is this on his credit card? Then we should have room service breakfast. Yes. Like you're invited. Day. Daphne, you're invited. <laughs> and your fiance and is your too. And your fiance. Let's and I all love have how- a little picnic. I love how Cooper interrupts Daphne and Amelia's little powwow that they're having on the other side of the room because he's like, hey, Daphne, I have a feeling that you're trying to take my girl away from me right now. And I just got to say, I'm not done with her. So like, um, <laughs> that's not happening. Later? She's like, why don't y'all meet back up here for room service in an hour? And she's like, an hour, an at, hour. Least an hour. at least an hour. I need at least an hour. Oh, I freaking love Cooper so much. So they had this like phenomenal like weekend using up the honeymoon suite. But then Cooper realizes he does not want her to go. No. And she's like, like, well, I guess I'll go with Daphne because Daphne's fiance has a record deal. They're going to L.A. And she's like, well, I guess I can go and figure out my shit over there. And they've invited her like, look, you can come hang with us. Because the thing was, y'all, look, her life has been she graduated college and literally went from that to an engagement. And she was supposed to then go move in with Griffin. Yeah. But now that's all shattered. And she's like, okay, my life plans are now like defunct. What the fuck do I do now? We should also mention that she has always dreamed to own her own like horse rescue ranch. Yeah. That's sort of been her own personal dream. Cause in the boarding school, she was basically an equestrian and she was always, um, fell in love with horses. That's sort of been her thing. You know, which, by the way, she's in the perfect territory for that sort of she thing. Is L.A. is not a good place to no. pursue that dream. And Cooper suggests an alternative. Like, hey, you know, my family owns Sal's Hand Winery, whatever. And we yeah. have these empty cottages. Like, I Blackberry guarantee Cottage Blackberry Cottage is empty. You can stay there for free. <laughs> my mom won't mind. I'll just say you're a friend in need. And you can just figure out your shit there. Because he just wants her to be close to yeah. him. Because honestly. also, he's like, hey, you're, where you, you were supposed to be on your honeymoon for how long? Two weeks? She's like, well, let's have let's just have your honeymoon here, and then she calls it a Cooper Cooper Moon. moon. Like, yeah, I'll have she a Cooper Moon it, instead of oh, honeymoon. And he's like, that's right, you. That's exactly what you'll have is a Cooper Moon. I love it. And later on, Bryn makes the observation that Amelia speaks Cooper. Yes, and it's true. It's only true. Chase and Amelia speak Cooper. Yes, I fucking love it. <laughs> so I love that um, Cooper decides to take her. He's like, I have an idea. And he's very spontaneous, and he always has these surprise dates for Amelia. And he takes her, and he's like, bring your wedding dress. So they go to a paintball field. <laughs> I and love it. he wears her wedding dress. I love she's like, what are we going to do, shoot at my wedding dress? He goes, sort of. I'm going to be wearing it. You got to get me. wearing it with duct tape just to strap it onto him because it doesn't fit, obviously. And I love how she gets, like, the kids because they're, like, yes. during, like, the time where it's not, like, yes. professional fucking 
paint yeah, there's like some young kids on the uh, and she field. gets them on her side and she's like shoot the guy wearing the dress wearing and the wedding it's just, dress it's very cathartic and it's just she had so she much fun yeah. like Cooper is exactly what she needs and he's so fun loving and just encouraging to her and it's just it's just fucking great yeah then we also have this kind of little side plot if you've read the say, yeah. beginning of yeah, the series then say. you know that their dad the miles dad um he's not a good guy and we find right. out in the first book that he's actually been cheating on their mother and kind of has a second family which we find but out not even with that he's cheating with somebody else but he's also had a family like he's apparently yeah, he been cheating for years years and grace is kind of the same age as like um bren Mm-hmm. Um, and Grace is the first book in the Bailey Brothers series. So that's the spinoff series. Yeah. And I fucking love it. But the dad is a thorn in, the, in their side because he was actually the CEO of this winery and the mom took the backseat, even though the mom's family was the one oh, who no. has this winery. But there's legalities. Once you're married, there's legalities that he was the one who was basically running the company. Basically, he could try and possibly steal the entire farm. And so he basically blackmails Cooper. He's like, look, there's a back plot none of you are using. He's going to grow grow cannabis, grow weed on it, which Cooper's like, look, it's not illegal here anymore, though I'm sure my dad isn't going through the legal process of filling out the paperwork. But at least if he gets the money off that, because he said, look, if you let me grow this crop, I'll get the money off that and I'll give I your mother sue a divorce. I for the whole thing. Yeah. Right. I will give your mother a divorce and y'all can keep the winery in your family. So he's seeing this as this is the only way out to get rid of my fucking piece of shit father. To you save know? my mom the pain. Right. And, and so he doesn't tell the anyone. The process of court. And so he thinks he's doing his family a solid at this right. point. But we find out later it's not quite that simple. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I really love how... Cooper invites Amelia to uh, family dinner because his yes. mom always cooks something. And so he brings her there. And he had told his mom, hey, my friend needs to stay at a cottage. And so whenever he brings Amelia to the dinner, his mom is flabbergasted. This is a girl? It's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Like what? We said he's Cooper's not monogamous. Like, wait, like he well, not. What? I don't. I don't want to say monogamous. Cooper is not a dating type no. of person. He just has flings. Yeah, he has just one night flings. stands or short, very temporary. But the way that he's so affectionate with Amelia, like he literally has her sit in Y'all, his lap. I was like, okay. I was like, wait, what? He would not let her sit anywhere but on his lap while she ate her. And like it dinner. sounds like a, such a weird thing, but it was such a Cooper thing, and it yeah. was great. And it was I loved very it. Normal. And nobody so flinched. Nobody, nobody at the table was like, oh, okay, yeah. She's he loved to be lap. touching her. Wow. Like, he was just like, it's, it, we're secretly being naughty because I, I loved any part of me touching her ass. And yeah, it's like, it's, it's like down, naughty on the down low. I love how he said that. I but love it. it was so funny. As he was like, and I love how he's making introductions to everybody, and he was like, yeah, and that's Chase. Chase used to be mine until Brent stole him from me. <laughs> And then everybody, this is my cookie. He doesn't say this. This is my cookie. I love how he calls he her always my introduces cookie. her like that. Like she is mine. Oh my god, Cooper, you're so far gone, and you don't even know he it. He doesn't know it. Like he just, he just kind of like in the realm of like something's yeah. different, but he doesn't. And want everybody to admit else it. is noticing. Like everybody else is sort of like frozen deer this? in the headlights. Like what is happening to Cooper? He's got this girl. She and then she starts talking, and she speaks exactly like them. It is so fucking funny like i was like literally you know the family members are like so this is his kindred spirit and they're gonna get married and have lots of babies because there's no one else who is i've ever seen who's just like him you know it's just it's adorable it exactly and cooper really 
gives her a place where she can spread her wings and just right. kind of breathe and just figure out. Right. She has the space to think away from her parents who have been a driving force and like the influence of whatever she's going to go to school for, right. what she's going to do in her future, who she's going to marry type of thing. And she's just allowed this space and time and, um, and so then change of scenery. Her, yeah. And then he brings her on this one date. He knows that she loves horses. So he brings her to the McLaughlin farm, which is nearby, so that they can go ride horses. He's like, I'm not very good, but I'm sure she is. And I love all this whole scene is from his Because he point pays of attention. View. He, fucking he pays, pays attention. attention. He knows what she loves. And he was like, I'm going to make this the best Cooper Moon ever. Like he wants her to have little adventures and like be happy and just enjoy this time you know, away from all the stresses of what was her life before. And so, but at the McLaughlin farm, I find it so beautiful. He's like, she is such a natural. He's just noticing how amazing she is with the horses, how natural she is, how like there's like joy on her face. Like she obviously She's loves. in her element. Yes. Like we're seeing yes. exactly what she's meant to do. Meant to like be. this is a, this is where her future should yeah. be heading. Even the McLaughlins of- are like so impressed with her. They're like, oh and my god. And she's a people person. Like she yeah. immediately was able to talk to them and he was just enjoying her watching her in her element. Yeah. And I really love that too because he's yeah. just like, this isn't my thing, but this is her thing. Right. And seeing her happy makes me happy. And I just I freaking love that. And also it's just like Chase and Bren are so, like, crazy happy to watch Cooper not be bored by yeah. Elliot. Like, he spends every waking moment that he can. Like, I, one morning, he's on his way to work, but he picks up donuts early because he wants to go snuggle Amelia he's before like, he leaves to work. He's like, I just want to snuggle you and smell you before I go. <laughs> he has to, like, smell her. <laughs> and she's like, I'm so glad because starting off with a snuggle from you is great. Like, I fucking love this day. He took a 10 minute break to go to the McLaughlin farm just to snuggle with her one day. Like, he it's just, just, it's just fucking great. So he is getting a little <sighs> sad because his, her honeymoon's only two weeks. Her Cooper moon is almost over. Okay. And Ben let something know. Yeah. Ben's like, okay. So Ben is kind of like, he helps around the Miles family. He's all, <laughs> he's always had a crush on the Miles matriarch. Yes. And we now know she, that. and now she's getting a divorce. So he, Ben, can yes. be with her. It's great. And guess what? Guess what? Ben broke up with the girl he was with the same time mom kicked out dad, who happened to be working at the McLaughlin farm. So now there's a position opening. Yeah, And Cooper's like, oh, my God, I can get her to stay. If she wants to accept this job, this would be fucking perfect. The Cooper moon could extend. Continue. Continue. <laughs> this could, continue. It doesn't have to end. Because he starts to think, he's like, he thinks about her leaving, and he can't even say it. He cannot even say the words leaving because yeah. he can't uh, – He's so sick to his stomach thinking about her leaving. I'm like, Cooper, you're in fucking still not love a, with her. Still not admitting Like, he does not but even But I also know. really love no how clue. Ben, who's always given him great advice, and you'll see whenever you read Gaining Miles, which is about Ben, <gasps> oh. you see how close that they were. And he tell he gives Cooper good advice. Like, yeah, this could be a good opportunity. Make sure it's what she wants. Yeah. Make sure you're not, like, too much too soon type of thing. You like have to be in sync. You says your that. clocks have to be in sync. Yes. This is Ben's advice to Cooper. Yes. And Cooper's just like, what? Clocks? What? No. What the fuck are you talking about? Know, ben. Okay, Ben. I'm just excited <laughs> that my cookie can stay, okay? My cookie is staying. So he takes her out to dinner and he tells her, hey, job opportunity, which she's excited for. But then he says, I've already talked to them. Oh, and I And they knew would that was love a bad to move. have you on. And she goes, wait. I knew that was bad. Me too. And she was like, wait, 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 wait. You've already talked to them? Like, she was excited. But then she heard this. And all she hears is, oh, this is another person who's kind of deciding my life. my life. And yes. she goes on to the spiel saying, like, basically talking about how her mom picked her wedding dress. And, like, <laughs> I don't want She's you to pick like, my fucking like dress. dress. 
And Cooper realizes his mistake, and he's just like, if you want to take this job, I would love for you to take this job. If this is not what you want to do and you want to go to L.A. with Daphne, I'm not going to stop you. I love that in this scene, usually Cooper gets very, he was very overly excited that he suddenly now he's comes calm, very calm. Goes down, very he, down. He very down. He and then he tells her, because he knows that this is serious and this yeah. is something that, that it's a big thing. And he's like, I will never pick your dress I for you. I will never make you wear a dress you don't want to wear. I just was like, oh my God, Cooper. Like, I'm never going to make you do anything that you don't want to do. Yes. If you tell me, like, I will back off. Yeah. And she just like, I know that I jumped down your throat, but, like, it brings up a lot of bad things. Right. And he's like, I get it. Right. He's just like, you know what? Take your time. Think about yeah. it. And she's like, I need yeah. I need the time to think away from you because you're overwhelming. And I need you to not spend the night tonight. Right. And I love how she goes back home in her Blackberry cottage and she just, like, I kind of regret because I kind of want yeah. him with me. I want him here. They're just so cute. But she does yeah. think it over and she does decide to take the job opportunity yes. because she's like – She goes out and talks to him herself and it's, like, ideal. You know, it's just, like, the perfect – they also run – the ranch also runs, like, a uh, – Basically, uh, a camp for kids. Yeah, for kids, kids. Riding a kids camp and writing lessons. And she apparently has had some experience with that in the past, which we learn later. Comes in handy. Uh, I know it's perfect. So it's like everything is sort of like lining up and falling into place. And like four weeks pass where they're dating and they don't know it. And I love yeah. how like <laughs> it takes like. Chase to mention, like, yeah, you're fucking dating. And, like, Daphne does the same thing to Amelia. Yeah. Like, yeah, y'all, y'all are dating. Wait, do y'all, y'all go to dinner? She's like, we're not dating. She's like, well, do y'all go to dinner together? Well, yeah, he takes me to dinner. Do you spend do all your spare time together? Like, yeah. uh, And are you sleeping together? Yeah, well, then you're fucking dating. Weird. She goes, weirdo. Um, but uh, we also should mention that mom and dad have been calling her and telling her that Griffin is probably going to call and apologize. And she's like... That has nothing to do with me. She's like, well, we need to smooth things over and make this right. And she's like, um, if you think I'm getting back together with him, you're fucking out of your mind. Like, no. You know? And I love that she stands up for herself here. She does. And I love how Chase – oh, Chase. I love how Cooper shows up but not to, like, steal her thunder or anything to be the support system because I love – my one of my favorite things that Cooper says to Griffin is that you look really fucking dumb coming over here because like let's let's look at the things that you've done. You slept with her cousin slash bridesmaid the night before your wedding. You jilted her at the altar and you went to Vegas and now you're coming crawl like you're he's in the like, wrong. You, obviously, he's like if you actually possibly think you have a moment a minutia of a chance, you're so wrong. So this is one of my favorite. But scenes. he looks at he looks at a million. He just like, like but it's her but choice. it's up to her. It's her choice. So let's talk about this. So the parents are like, look, we're gonna come because she's she's now taking a job, and the parents are like, look, we're gonna come, we're gonna have dinner and talk things over. She's like, okay, I'm gonna have dinner with my parents, and she tells Cooper, she's like, Cooper, I have to meet with my parents, and he's like, I'm really busy, I, I won't be off for a couple of hours. Can you do this on your own? She's like, yeah, fine. I'm just gonna go tell them like what's going on. I'm gonna stay here for a while. So she goes, she, and by the way, she's been shopping with Bryn and buying clothes that she loves that fit her. And I love how they describe her as like, like a Marilyn Monroe pinup. She's got these pretty pink dresses, like everything that makes her feel pretty. Not yeah. these like tight ass spandex wearing bullshit her mom makes her try to wear. Right. So she's looking, 
dynamite and beautiful and she goes to the lodge restaurant and lo and behold her parents are there but also are the Wentworths and Griffin and an empty chair next to Griffin and she's like I hate that her parents were okay with I cannot believe that they railroaded her here like this is this is the first time she has seen him since he jilted her at the altar so she and she's feeling and I love how she's like She's like, well, this is a nice surprise. And the Wentworth mom is the only one who's showing her any sort of sympathy, which was interesting. I love how Griffin's mom just kind of like, girl, I hope you don't take him back. <laughs> yes, like, I wouldn't either. What a dick. Um, and so it's really interesting. So she sits down and she's pissed off. And she says a couple of things that sort of rub everybody wrong. Like, well, you need to calm down. But y'all, I, all, I literally put my Kindle down and started to laugh. As soon as there's commotion at the door and in walks a dude in dusty blue jeans, a t-shirt and a backwards hat and it's Cooper. Because he's, he's, he's a grain grower. He's a farmer. It's yeah, great. he's a farmer it's boy. Great. So he's, he didn't have time to change. So he's strolling into the lodge and he pulls up a chair and he squeezes it between Griffin and Amelia. It's the perfect scene. I just, <laughs> I literally had to stop and laugh for like a minute. Before I even could continue. He's just the there scene. for his girl. Yeah. And so that's when he lays it on the line, like, you're an idiot for even thinking, but it's all up to her. And of course, when he stands up to leave, she's like, You all have a lovely night. Bye. And like <laughs> walks out with him. <laughs> I love that moment. It's just kind of like mic drop for her. And she's just like, I'm going to, I choose happiness. Thank you. Yes, Thank you bye. for this unwanted appearance. <laughs> bye bye. <Parents. laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just really, it's just really a beautiful scene. And I love how when Amelia and Bern are hanging out, they're having their girls' night and like he and Chase are hanging out. And I love how he's just like, I want Amelia to come back. <laughs> And that's whenever yeah. Chase is just kind of like, oh, well, no, you're dating. You're her boyfriend. He immediately is just like, I got to burn my mattress. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to his room and starts. So here's it's a, the thing it's, it's in the thing. miles. Thing. Like when you're officially committed to one person and you're no longer going to be like, you know, sleeping with other people in your on your mattress, you burn the fucking mattress. So it's been done with uh, Zoe. No, it was done with the mom when she divorced the dad. They burnt, had a field day burning the mattress then with chase and now miles is like well i have to burn my mattress and chase is like whoa 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 whoa, dude y'all have been together literally two months it's like you just realized you're dating her i know he's like he's like yeah but like she's it for me he's like yeah but she just like you know was almost gonna marry a guy for two months and he's like yeah but you and bryn got together right away he's like but bryn i've known bryn since literally since she was like five years old like you have to slow You're down. You're going to scare her away. Slow down. And so, like, I love how, like, his mattress is, like, half off, half on. Oh, my his, God. His, uh, so, for the duration, base. the duration of the book, he can no longer sleep with the mattress. He has a conversation with his fucking mattress. He, like, he feels so uncomfortable going back yes. to that mattress that he slept with other people on now that he's realized that Amelia is basically it for him. I, the conversations it's he has with the great. mattress. <laughs> It's fucking like, great. It's so so the way that he does officially ask Amelia to be um, his girlfriend is he walks into the Blackberry Cottage one morning wearing world's best boyfriend t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> this becomes a thing. This becomes a yes. thing with Cooper, his t-shirts, oh, and it's fucking great. And she's just like, oh my God, made. are you asking me to be my boyfriend? Like, yes, I would love that. And like, she's so excited about it. Yeah, it's so she's like, cute. thank God, because I ordered like a whole batch of this. She's like, like it really one. It would have been really awkward to take you to breakfast while I was wearing this. <laughs> <laughs> and like, this is like 
I love Cooper's personality so much. He yeah. also like is checking on his older brother Leo, who is yeah. a veteran who yeah. got scarred and stuff, and he wants to make sure that he's okay. My so he starts working. I know he starts working out with Leo to make sure that he's not so solitary. Right. It's just like you can tell that Cooper has his pulse on the family. He wants right. to make sure that everyone's happy. He wants to make sure that his mom's okay and that his dad's not giving her a hard time. That's yeah. why he's entered into this deal with his dad because he just wants his mom to be okay. Zoe and Roland, they're okay. Brennan, Chase, they're okay. Yeah. But now he's like focusing on yes. Leo and his mom and Ben too to some extent yes. because he kind of realizes that Ben has a thing for his mom and it's it's fucking great. But then and what? Oh, I was I was going to talk about when Griffin Griffin came and then Leo and Ben pulled him into the house and told him about the opium. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then things turn a little dark because Griffin – so one day he's going back to see his cookie and Griffin is on the doorstep to see her. And he is, like, furious. He's, like, he wants to basically barrel over there and, you know, punch the guy out. But then um, right behind him, Ben is there and is, like, you need to come to Leo's house and you, we need to talk now. So he's, like – Big's going on. He's, like, wait. And, but he, he recognized – and we also learned that Ben has really been more of a father figure than his own father. Yeah. And he respects Ben enough that it's, like – Okay, I've got to listen to Ben. Something's going on. So when they go back to the house, come to find out, they know about the crop, the cannabis crop, but it is not just a cannabis crop. Around the perimeter is cannabis. Within, inside, it is opium for They're growing heroin. fucking poppies. They're growing, yes, they're growing poppies for heroin. This is a serious, serious, serious issue. Like, this the is whole, illegal drugs compared all, to yes. legal. And, and a serious illegal drug, like they could take the whole, not just take the whole land, but arrest the family. Like, I mean, there could be serious repercussions here. Um, and so basically the dad is fucking lied to them and Cooper spills it. They're furious with him at first. And then they're like, okay, we have to make this work. But then because course, they, they know that his intentions were in the good place, in a good right. place, but. They're just like, we can't, obviously, we need to do something about that. And I like how Ben does have a connection with the DEA. And he's like, I will call my contact and see if we can spin this to where we can help them catch your dad. And the thing is, guys, it won't blow back on your mom. Right. And we have to say this, too, is it you can't just, like, burn the crops now because you're dealing with high-end drug cartels. They will fucking murder you yeah. for their that's you got to catch you got to catch the big millions guy. of do- dollars, you know what I'm saying? Profit, yeah, yeah, money. yeah. You have to catch the guy who is employing their dad, you right. know? You can't just like confront the dad. Like right. you, you want the big guns and stuff like that. So yeah, Cooper's been down about all of this and I love how like Amelia makes him he, she's like the bright spot because he feels like he's failed his family in a way and yeah. she's there to make him feel better. And like she does it in the most wonderful way. So first of all, she's been researching blowjobs and she um, <laughs> slips a finger in the bum. The fingertip. And oh my God, is he amazed. And I love how the conversation <laughs> with Chase goes. He's just like, hey, look, I just want to have a conversation with you because like, have you ever gotten the fingertip? Like, and just say yes or no. <laughs> don't tell me if it's with Brynn. I don't want to know that. But like, is it normal to like it that much? Like what's happening? <laughs> Just like, oh yeah. He's like, wait a second, wait a second. And he's like, what if I want more of it? Do I ask for it? And Chase is like, no, 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 no. But she'll know. She'll, she'll know. She'll, she'll know. give it to you. But I love how he's like, and then he's like, wait a second, wait a second. I think Amelia shared this shit with Brynn and Brynn. Are you, did this happen recently to you? And Chase just like grins. 
my best friend and my sister like please stop talking so also amelia starts buying dick costumes and this is where you know that they're working on the same level because amelia's just like i have a surprise for you because like cooper always gives surprise like surprise um surprise horse riding surprise picnic and jumping off the bridge naked and stuff like that oh i know oh god it's so good he's so good at surprises and she's like i have done something fun i want you to close your eyes and don't peek (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Y'all, she dresses his dick up like a little cowboy. And then they have With fun. Stetson on the he tip of his dick. loves it. He stands up and he goes, oh my God, look how cute it is. <laughs> look how cute he is. Maybe we'll call him B- Buffalo, but not Buffalo Bill. Like Boner, Boner Bill. Bill. Boner Bill. Or, or Wyatt. Or, or and Wyatt. she's like, how about Wyatt? And she's like... <laughs> The thing about it is, this is a playful couple, and it works for them. It yes. works for them because yes. he he is serious in how delighted that he is with this. He's just like, this is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's- and she's like, you know how they say, you know, save a horse, ride a cowboy. And he's like, ride my cowboy. You can ride my cowboy anytime you want. Anytime. It just fucking works it with them. Adorable. It works with it's them because this is perfect for this couple. It's perfect yeah. for this couple. Yeah. Not all the couples are you like this. You could not have obviously. done this with just anybody. There's no, no, it's way. perfect for Cooper. It's God, it's perfect for it's Cooper. Adorable. And I love how Amelia, Amelia speaks fucking Cooper, and she's <laughs> fucking great. I love it. And this is where he's realizing, oh my god, I'm in love with her, and like he wants yeah. to tell her so bad, but it's also very vulnerable for him too because he's just like, what if I tell her and she doesn't say it back? Like that's, yeah. this is a very scary feeling to yeah. have. So he doesn't want he doesn't want to scare oh, her away. No, and so <sighs> Amelia talks about how the McLaughlins have approached her saying like, we've recently thought about maybe in the future and a couple years down the line retiring. Our our kids don't want anything to do with this, but like we've mm-hmm. seen how great you are. Would you be interested yeah, down like the line? to teach you how to do all the to other run things. Everything, to run everything. To have it, you know? Yes. And so she tells him that they have, you know, offered her this job. And he is like, this is absolutely amazing news you could stay here and be with me and all this jazz and it's just too much on top of the fact that she's kind of been noticing that women have been giving her the stink eye yeah. since her and cooper have been that together. was sort of the final straw and it happens like for a third time in the grocery store these women are like oh and she like, finally hey. asks like what yeah. is with them oh yeah i was with her like it's one like you time. dated them she's like no i never dated any woman but you he's like well what does that mean he's like well they were just casual so then she basically comes to find out that basically he's been with a lot of women and they're all over town you know, and it's sort of like the final straw, like what it's she just would have like to deal with. It's just kind of like she feels like she's out of the frying pan into the fire type of thing. Like she's just like, I've traded one type of life curated for me for another. Like, yeah, I haven't had a chance has, to not be overwhelmed by somebody else. And you she know? also has fears that like, I'm just going to be the flavor of the month for you too. And like, you're going to get, get tired of me. me. What yeah. happens whenever we're no longer fun? Like we've been having fun, but what happens whenever I'm no longer fun? Yeah. I mean, she doesn't know how much he really loves her because he's been not been telling her. He's not told her. And of course he chooses this time to tell her like, I am in love with you. Cause he's yes. like, I don't want you to leave. And she just like, I can't. I, she's like, being with you is like being on a roller coaster. She's like, I need to think. I need, cause, and, and honestly, I loved how she explained this cause I totally understood it. She's like, I've had all of my choices made for me, like since 
since birth. You know, she went to boarding school. She went to college. As soon as she graduated, she was marrying. And as soon as she agreed to the marriage, they had like pushed for the wedding and like, and then she shows up at the wedding and he jilts her. And then she falls and then into Cooper the Cooper kind of takes over. Yeah. And Cooper takes over and, and then she gets a job with these people Cooper knows. And it's like, she's like, I need to make a decision for myself and make sure this is what is right for me, you know? And so I, totally understood that even though she was having feelings for him obviously she's in love with him but she can't like she feels like maybe this is artificial maybe he's just like high right now but he'll it's, leave it's, me it's a later, lot very know? fast very yes. soon and she wants yes. to make sure she's not just jumping into something without thinking about right. it so and she was like, jilted before like exactly. I mean, she's having feelings from that being you know told one thing and then left at the altar exactly you know? so she decides she's gonna go with Daphne to yeah. LA to go hang out with her for a little while. Yeah. She's oh, like, and I need it's a devastating. S- Cooper has like an Izzy Stevens from Grey's Anatomy moment where he feels like he's dying. Okay, no. he's laying down on the floor and like I love how Chase comes there and he just like I know what to do and, and he, he like lays, lays down with, with him. him and I love how like he's just like he's there for his buddy and it's fucking great and he's like there to like console him and hold him and like Zoe goes on the other side his other BFF and they all lay down with Cooper on the floor because like he does, he's inconsolable and he's just like my cookie has left me like he's serious he's fucking he's dead, dead serious, serious. and he, he just like I told her I hurts. loved her and she left her left anyway like I don't know what to do with myself and like every Everything's falling apart, okay? Yeah. The local police enforcement have discovered the crops and they're closing in on um, his mom and they're like, they can't get in touch with the DEA agent that's their contact and like everything's a fucking mess, okay? Yeah. It's only been three days and Amelia's with Daphne and telling Daphne about how much she feels awful. She's just like, I'm not happy here. I'm not yeah. happy here. And like, I'm happy over there. And Daphne's just like... No, but like it, it's just like lust feelings and stuff it's like, like you that. Need, you need to go out and explore your the go work, sleep with your, other people, life and travel. She until, also finds out that um, she thought that there was a stipulation on her trust fund that she needed to get married to access her trust fund, yeah. and it was an insinuation that her mom made. Yeah, and her dad finds out about it and was like, "No, it was yeah. after you graduated college. You don't need to be married to, yeah. to access this." So now she has five million dollars in her pocket. I was a little upset with Daphne, who kept pushing, "You need to go and see the world. You need to go and see the world and stuff." Like, because I know she's worried about her friend, but it was starting to get me upset until until she said, "He told me he loved me," and Daphne goes, "Wait." What? Because that changes everything. Because she was skeptical of Cooper's intentions. Like, right. is he just having a good time or whatever? Yeah, and she's being protective. Like, I get that. But, like, she wasn't listening to her until she said, he told me he loved me. And, and like, now she's like, oh, wait, this guy is serious about you. Yeah. Oh, no? And then right then, they get a phone call from Bren. And Bren's like, we need you now. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Stuff is Cooper's going having a meltdown. We need you now. And so immediately, she she buys, like, I love how she could not get a flight out of Seattle. So she basically holds up a sign, $5,000 for a ticket, <laughs> and buys a ticket. But a flex. So Cooper. What a fucking flex. Well, I know. Like, like anything to get to my man in need. Like, he needs me. And, and I like, love- Cooper, like Juliet said, he has not been able to sleep. And, like, he's been sleeping oh. in the bathtub. Like, Bryn like walked in on him in the days. bathtub. Yeah. Okay? He looks a wreck whenever she gets there. A wreck. Okay, and like I love how like he she oh sits gosh. next to him and just like <gasps> petting him, and he's like, "My cookie!" Like, but oh my when god! She, when she goes to touch him, he grabs her wrist and says, "Don't, 
do this if you're going to leave me again. Don't touch me. And I can't take it if you're going to go again. And he's like, I'm sorry. I love you. She says it over and over again. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. I love you. He keeps petting him. Y'all, I cried And he here. starts sobbing. I cried multiple times, but I cried here too. He, he starts, starts sobbing. And he's she's holding him. in her lap. Oh my God. And then he falls asleep. It just. Then he, falls asleep. he feels safe now that his cookie. So I'm going to tell you something else I know about Cooper, which she has never said, but I thought it was very brilliant because I know I, I'm pretty positive Claire Kingsley in, intended this is that Cooper is ADHD because I have two children who are ADHD and they are like this, you know, this uncontained energy, but petting brings them down like jackson is even like that he likes he's like his back scratched and stuff like that and it sort of brings him down and she does this she plays with his ear during movie time ears to sort of like calm him down and they're amazed like bren and chase are just like you got him to sit still still and she's like i've I've, I've always thought that it's you know he's never had trouble settling down whenever we needed to settle down or but it's it's her it's It's her. her oh He's her, she's her, his center. And it's just amazing. And so, yeah, so he collapses into sleep. Lo and behold, so right now they're nervous because the cops have taken mom to, uh, for questioning into town. The sheriff's here. And they're like, oh my God, they're doing, going to do a search of the place. And she's like, um, somebody can me my phone and I'm going to make a phone call. Um, yeah, she knows the state attorney general. <laughs> And she taught she her son taught uh, writing lessons. Special needs. And so basically the attorney general loves her because she took care of her child. Connections, and man. Connections. And so she uses her like affluent connections, which I love, to save the family. Basically calls off the dogs. They get in touch with Rawlings, the DA agent who was not answering his phone because he was in the field and basically smooths everything over and saves them. Because if the cops got in there and found the crop then it would leak back to the drug cartel and all yeah the they needed all the cops ruins. to get off the property so that the cartel w- wouldn't know that they were busted you right know? like the whole plan <laughs> is very time sensitive situation right, they're trying to get the higher ups not just the people growing the freaking crop exactly. but they had an anonymous tip and i always wondered if it was griffin like somehow saw it on the property or something but we don't know we don't we never really know we never find out so, so epilogue two years later. Yes. Okay. So here's the interesting thing. It ends where we don't know what happens. So I'm assuming all that comes out in Leo's book. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm going to read it. Did it's you enjoy good. it? Oh, I fucking love oh, this book. It's I'm great. It. It's Starting so it tonight. Starting <laughs> it fucking tonight because my poor sweet Leo. <laughs> Scar he hero. Love. Oh my God. My poor baby. That scene whenever Ben fell and like everyone was like looked at Leo because Leo doesn't like to be in the public eye, but right, he's, he's like he's the scarred. techie guy. Yeah. And like he was watching security footage of people noticing Basically Leo and like pointing, pointing and, and like oh so heartbreaking y'all it kills I'm gonna cry I'm gonna cry it's but I'm starting though. it tonight it's good. Anyway. It's, great. I don't it's, it's a fucking great story okay you're gonna love it um epilogue is they've been dating for two years yes. okay and Bryn and Chase have just built their dream house. They have yes. a little dog named Scout and stuff. And so Amelia's visiting and she's like, hey, can you um, take Cooper out to the Mountainside Tavern? Tell him that Bryn and I are having a girl's night. Yeah. We're really not having a girl's night, but I need you to do this for me. And they're like, oh my God, what do you have planned? La, 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 la. She's like, it's a surprise for Cooper. It yeah. is hard to surprise Cooper because Cooper is the person who surprises people. Right. And I love her fucking plan. If anybody deserves this type of thing, it's them. It works great for them. Okay. Fucking great. It's so cute. So she wears a white dress. Just like a beautiful white dress. Yes. And she goes sit in the same seat that he first saw her at. And gets her water. 
Like she had ordered that night. And he walks in and he's just like, Cookie, what are you doing here? He looked, I love how he has a little confused look like, Cookie, what are you? I think he's so happy because night. I love how whenever he, uh, whenever Amelia texted <clears throat> Cooper, like, hey, me and Brent are having a girl's night, so like I won't be home till later. He's like, oh, well, that's fine, but I'll, I'm going to miss you. Like, yeah, but, like, I'll miss, but you. I miss you. Like, no, like, I'm happy that you're hanging out with my sister, but also, oh, y'all, but also, oh, I, I would prefer if you hung out with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're just so fucking cute. Ugh. So he sits down and he's just like, man, this is a great surprise. <laughs> like, oh, I love you being here, not thinking twice about it. And she's just like, hey, so I just wanted to like, you know, I want to surprise you. And he's like, I love surprises. I also have a surprise for you. And she's like, mine first. And so he, she gives him this t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> Says world's greatest husband. World's best husband. And she's like, you know, I really love you. I want to marry you. And he was like, oh, my God, are you asking to marry me? And she's like, you know, Brynn thought maybe you would want to ask. And he was like, "Uh, hell no. What guy gets to brag about his woman asking to marry him? Oh, by the way, I have something for you. And he's like, you know what? I woke up this morning and I knew today was going to be a great day. And I have been carrying this with me today. And, and he it's brings an out the ring. ring. And he's like, obviously, our clocks are our in clocks sync. Our clocks are in sync. He's using Ben's, uh, like, it wisdom. So it's so cute. It was so fucking good. It was so perfect. Fucking perfect. Listen, there's a cameo in the Baylor Brothers series because it's a couple years down the oh. line. Beautiful Cooper scene, just saying. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm reading all the Bailey Brothers. He's so I have good. I Leo's tonight. I'm so excited to read Leo's. Look, y'all, this book was perfect. It's fucking Perfect, sweet, sexy, heartfelt. Like it has everything. everything. So, what's your showdown? <sighs> My showdown is when she comes back to the house, and that's the cops a great are there, scene. and because he is so like literally, he is a broken man without her, and she apologizes and just says she loves him until he basically crumples in her his her arms because he just can't function without he his cookie. cries and then he falls asleep in her lap it's like the sweetest scene it is oh, i fucking love it i couldn't i couldn't handle it what's yours my showdown scene is when they first sleep together because he just handles her virginity like hey this isn't a big deal but it's a big deal for me because i want to impress you type yes. of thing like i want you to I'm feel gonna make good, it good, good about you. this like i don't actually care about the virginity i just want to make sure that you're going to enjoy yeah. this type of thing like yeah. it's a responsibility and he takes it seriously but he's also a thousand percent confident that he can bring her pleasure and i love that energy in a man he just like your virginity is not a big deal it's just a thing but also yeah. i'm also, gonna rock your fucking world i'm also like i'm gonna ruin you for any other man it's and that great is it. i just love cooper fucking miles and she's, so cute. she's like okay okay I'm, I'm good with that yes <laughs> sounds great <laughs> they're so perfect they're perfect together oh. guys perfect together i love this book i'm so happy that you love this Me book too. i one thousand percent loved it All right, guys. Well, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and we look forward to the next one where we'll be discussing Devil in Disguise by Lisa Kleypas. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.